Greetings and welcome to the Transform Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Anastasio. It is Friday, July 1st, 2022, and this is episode 71. And uh, welcome back, guys. Uh, you know, obviously, as we start the second half of the year, super exciting, you know, to, to sort of symbolically step over to the other side here. Uh, and it just brings us that much closer to uh, what will probably be a very quick conclusion to the year and entry into 2023, uh, which is kind of crazy to think about. But um, before we get started, guys, this is going to be a fairly brief episode. It's going to be sort of like one other episode I did a little while back uh, when, when Elon Musk acquired Twitter, and I kind of used the episode to sort of philosophize a little bit about that and what it might mean for Twitter users and the the, uh, the future of the app and that sort of thing. Um, but before I, before I get into why I say that, I just want to point out, uh, yesterday we published episode 70. We kind of did a mid-year review-themed episode as we got ready to cross over here to July 1st. Um, so if you guys haven't had a chance to check that out, I encourage you to do so. I went over like three kind of general areas you can kind of use in your marketing efforts to do sort of a health check or a status check on your on your marketing efforts and, and statuses and so forth. So encourage you guys to check that episode out that we that we dropped last night. Uh, but what I wanted to do today uh, w- with this episode uh, is kind of briefly bring to your attention something that uh, you know could be you know potentially could be a, a pretty significant issue, especially given the fact that on this podcast uh, I have really pounded the table on using this app and this social media platform for your business, and that's TikTok. And of course, if you guys follow uh, the news on social media uh, marketing type stuff, or let's say you follow Social Media Today, that's one of the, the publications that I really enjoy staying in touch with, uh, there was a headline uh, two days ago uh, that said the FCC, uh, the Federal Communications Commission here in the United States, FCC commissioner calls for TikTok to be removed from U.S. app stores, unquote. And of course, sort of sent a chill uh, through my spine <laughs> um, because of, you know, obviously, number one, the fact that we have touted uh, this, this application and its, and its power for organic reach and so forth. Uh, there's that. And then there's just the fact that personally, in my own experimentation with the app, I have seen firsthand uh, how powerful and how significant uh, it, can, it can really be. So this is potentially a really big deal. Now, I also want to, you know, sort of temper that uh, with the fact that the, we went through this once before here in the States a couple of years ago uh, when the pandemic was kind of underway in 2020. Uh, in the previous presidential administration with, with you know, banning this app or forcing it, its ownership in the United States, at least, into U.S. hands. Um, and, and so, and so we, we sort of successfully navigated that hurdle once before. And, of course, you know, looking back on it, I think there could even be some cynicism that there was a little bit of, um, a little bit of gamesmanship going on there, politics, etc. But the point is... Uh, you know, I kind of debated whether to even make an episode about this or not, but the fact that I've talked as much as I have about TikTok on this podcast, I feel, makes it necessary to bring this to light and kind of talk about it a little bit. Uh, and I have the article up in front of me here from social media today. I just wanted to s- sort of cite a couple of things here for you guys um, in terms of what they were saying about it. So so it says here, you know, the FCC Commissioner Brendan Carr published an open letter calling upon both Apple and Google to remove TikTok from their app stores due to TikTok's, quote, pattern of surreptitious data practices, unquote, which specifically relates to how it shares data with its Chinese parent company, unquote. Now, the background there is, of course, 
being under Chinese ownership, you know, there, there was suspicion here that the app was being used to track users and collect their data and do a bunch of data mining. And look, I don't know if that's the case or not. I mean, I think from all of the information that's out on social media, period, uh, lots of people can do lots of data mining with that information. I mean, we've even seen examples of it with things like facial recognition, like Clearview AI, scraping facial uh, data and using it in its own database. I mean, the, the possibilities are endless across social media in general. But yes, in particular, especially given U.S.-China relations lately, I mean, there's always this possibility that, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a, you know, a, a secondary motive uh, behind the application and, and the fact it's owned uh, by China and so forth. But, but you know, so, so that's kind of what's going on in the backdrop here. That was the backdrop of the last challenge that occurred in 2020 to TikTok that it successfully navigated. Now, uh, so the FCC commissioner went on to say the following, quote, TikTok is not what it appears to be on the surface. It's not just an app for sharing funny videos or memes. That's the sheep's clothing. At its core, TikTok functions as a sophisticated surveillance tool that harvests extensive amounts of personal and sensitive data, unquote. So it's a pretty damning allegation, um, you know, or what the government believes is more than an allegation. So, you know, and then, and then the article goes on to talk about the fact that in 2020, when iOS 14 came out, TikTok users noticed that the app was actually like accessing clipboard content, uh, you know, that, 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 are, that is stored on the phone and things of that nature. So there's some discussion about that. Um, and then at the end of the article, I just want to read one other point to you here. Um, you know, so it talked about the fact that uh, in 2020, President Trump at the time issued an executive order about it. But then when the incoming President Joe Biden, uh, you know, sort of called the dogs off and said, no, we're not going to go that far with anything. Um, and then, of course, you know, TikTok made some changes. It moved user data into an Oracle server farm in the United States, I believe. So, so there was some, some fluctuation there, right? And so the article finishes up by saying, um, let's see. Uh, yeah, this latest push may be just noise as the FCC is calling on others to take action. It's not actually saying the government is going to take action. Uh, quote, but it reawakens the looming specter of Chinese spying, which Meta and many others have been pushing as a key reason to rid the U.S. of the app. Uh, I suspect that with China-U.S. relations remaining tenuous, the Biden administration will be hesitant to take action. But maybe that in itself will lead to louder calls to pull the plug on the app, unquote. So there's a reference in here, ironically, you know, Meta or, you know, formerly Facebook has been in a lot of trouble with the government. So they're actually pointing fingers at TikTok and trying to use the government's uh, heavy club, uh, you know, so to speak, to reduce one of its own competitors. One of the, one of the apps that's been stealing, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know um, user uh, attention and, and, and so forth from it. So that's kind of ironic. Uh, but anyway, you know, the outlook here is interesting. You know, will, will the government back away because we don't want to further upset China or will that actually, will those, those icy relations actually cause uh, this ban to go through and for the, the app to be removed from, from stores, uh, you know, the, uh, the Apple and Google stores. So anyway, I think, you know, having said all that, guys, just kind of bring up the speed on it. I think now I would say, what, you know, or, or you would think, well, what next, Chris? Like, what should I do? I mean, I mean, you're telling me to get on TikTok. Should I actually get on TikTok? Or I am on TikTok and I was investing time into TikTok and now, you know, maybe I shouldn't. 
And I think, you know, here's the thing, guys. This is a tough one. There's not an easy right answer to it. You have to do what feels right for your business. If you know that you can gain traction on other platforms and TikTok was more of an experiment, you know, maybe it is time to shift away, uh, you know, but maybe not. Maybe it's time to double down and say, you know, I, I, I don't think it's actually going to happen. I don't think there's going to be a ban. I'm going to push ahead. But I think for me personally, that's the best way I can kind of attack this. I, I kind of go with what Gary Vee teaches on this subject in terms of, you know, when he, forget about political bans and stuff, but when he talks about, you know, oh, there's a new platform, you know, uh, I don't have time to learn it. I'm just going to stick to the platform I already know or whatever. You know, I think the thing is, you know, and, and the way he answers that is you can't be too fancy, that's his term, about things like that. When the new stuff comes out or new platforms emerge, you have to go taste them. You have to go try them, even if they go away. Because you never know in the meantime which customers you may gain. You never know who you may be able to direct over to your other social media pages and will follow you in other platforms. Um, and you know you never know. Excuse me, what lessons learned and what and what and what tactics or what or what strategies you may learn or glean from that platform that you can then employ on other ones. So you know I think one of the examples uh, Gary kind of goes to is, is um, Vine you know, the app Vine that had short little video clips and stuff on it. You know, in some ways, somebody who is really doing well on Vine probably would do similarly well on TikTok because of the short-form video content, you know, things like that. So you have to kind of look at it as, in, in my opinion, there is no such thing as wasting time marketing. So if you go to TikTok and TikTok disappears, yes, you may lose traction that you gain there. You may lose the followers you gain. You may lose the, the, the effort that you've built up there. But you really haven't lost writ large. You've, you've gained on the larger platform, if you will, uh, the larger stage, if you will, <laughs> figuratively speaking, because of the fact that you engaged on a new platform, brought in more followers, potentially brought them over to your other platforms, learned new tactics, learned new strategies, et cetera, et cetera. So I think, you know, it's just something you got to kind of, you got to kind of make your own decision but personally, I am not going to stop using TikTok. I am not going to stop experimenting with it and, and pointing clients towards it and that sort of thing. Uh, I believe, I just, as a hunch, I believe that this political wind will sort of blow through uh, and, and you will see uh, that, that this doesn't actually come to fruition. But I'm just going off of a hunch with that. Please don't take that to the bank. Uh, you've you've got to look at what works best for your situation. I just fundamentally agree with Gary, and I don't think any time spent marketing, if it's, if it's being done in good faith and effectively, is a waste of time, even if that platform happens to disappear. Um, and you never know. Who knows? It might disappear and it may come back. And then your account's reinstated and you pick up where you left off. I mean, you just can't predict. And so making a big change like, hey, I was on TikTok doing well and now I'm going to abandon the app. Or, hey, I had some great ideas for TikTok and I hadn't even started yet, but now I'm not going to do it. It just doesn't, I, I don't think it's the, the most prudent course of action when, take, when you take a step back and you look at sort of a holistic picture here. So, okay, guys. So anyway, bottom line is uh, do your own research on this. You know, you know, if you're on the fence, I would look into this. I would kind of, you know, get a sense of it from your own standpoint, whether it makes sense or not. Uh, and if you want to consult with us about it, you'd know, be happy to uh, do an engagement uh, where we can kind of walk through uh, the issue with you guys and kind of see does it really make sense for you or not for the stage that you're at in your business. All right. So we're going to leave it at that, guys. Um, you know, if you're in the States and you're celebrating the 4th, you know, hope everybody 
uh, has a great weekend, a long restful weekend, uh, and a happy 4th. Uh, we will be back uh, week of 5, 6, 7, 8 July with episodes uh, 72 and 73. Um, so look out for that. Uh, but yeah, hope everybody has a great weekend. I hope you enjoy the extra time off if you have it. Uh, and like I said, we will be back next week. Uh, follow us on LinkedIn and Facebook, Transform on there, and then transform.com on the website. Uh, and of course, please uh, follow, uh, you know, subscribe to our podcast. Let us know uh, if there's anything you want us to cover here. If there's anything we're not uh, covering for you guys, we'd, we'd love to pivot and do that for you as well. So with that, I'm your host, Christopher Anastasia. I'm going to let you guys go for the weekend. I uh, hope everybody has a great weekend, and we will see you again next week. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye-bye.